0: with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects.
1: Hello listeners and welcome once again to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode today i'm joined by another one of our world game changers our global co-authors in our new book the exciting mastering the game of life and in the book as i say 20 global co-authors are sharing their stories of, of transformation how they've made that um, how they made that journey inspiring others in their um, you know in their account of what's happened and um, part of that is a gentleman from uh, from my home country not my hometown but my home country in england steve george steve a very warm welcome to you sir
2: hi paul how are you thank you once again for inviting me on to this podcast to have a chat but also to to share a little bit of inspiration a little bit about my chapter and about the book that we've got coming out so all the exciting stuff
1: great stuff so let's dive straight in steve without further ado Riding the Wave of Resilience to Become a Winner. Just give us a very brief intro into
2: what inspired you to come up with that title. So as a, as a professional speaker, I generally talk about my journey, which does take me from wheelchair to world champion. But I'm not going to give any more away than that, hopefully. Uh, hopefully you won't squeeze any more out of me. But <laughs> it's about my journey, there's a lot of highs and, a low, highs and lows. And this is how it relates to life. Um, with everybody going through life, you know, on their journey, they've, they've got a goal that they're generally working towards. And on that journey, there's gonna be some highs, there's gonna be some lows. Now, the way I look at this is it is a wave, and it's the wave of resilience, because when you hit a, a low, let's call it an adversity, um, it's not very nice, okay? You have that, the shock, and then you have the denial. And then what, if you can imagine a wave kind of place, you know, you, you'll start coming downwards. Uh, it, as you have anger I think anger generally brings you down with a a hard bang sometimes but also as you're going down you have this essence of sharing now that might be moaning it might be posting on social media it might be it might be coming in a bit more artistic so you might uh, be sharing through poetry or through art or something but one way or another you'll be sharing your anger as you come down and then sadly you will hit rock bottom now once you're on rock bottom it's not a very nice place and that could be sulking but it could be harder Than that, it could be actual depression. This is the bottom of the wave, and so when I talk about the wave of resilience, this is the lowest part that you can get. The thing is, after this part is the acceptance part, and that is accepting the adversity that happened in the first place, the shock of the denial, the anger that you've you've suffered, and where you are. Once you accept it, the next part is positive. It's about taking action. It's about lifting yourself up. It's about pushing yourself onto to self-actualization onwards and upwards and and bigger and better things. And this reflects deeply in my journey that I went on, in my chapter that I talk about. But why it sits so nicely in this book is is this is how I relate to, to life, about riding those waves of resilience and how others can read my chapter and take on my learnings and adapt them and adopt them and use them so that they too can master the game of life, and and get through that wave, ride the wave, and they will also become a winner. So I love sharing my journey, I love uh, expressing this this wave of resilience uh, concept so that people can understand it. And I think that the thing is about with adversity and and all the bad stuff and rock bottom, if you know where you're going, if you know what's around the corner, if you know that there's acceptance and action and self-actualization and moving onwards and upwards, if you know that's coming, that can sometimes be enough to drag you through those dark periods, the rock bottom. And that's what I really want to do. I want to tell people, I want to explain to people that it's not the end. You can do this. You've got the the momentum, the acceptance to to push yourself through those dark periods and then onwards. And that's what I really want to do. I want to inspire and help people.
1: Hmm. I want to throw in a little bit of a left field, well it's a very, very big left field curveball on this, Steve. Um, yep. A word that's come into, I think, you know, because we've kind of had this conversation privately or this sub-conversation, a word that's come into my consciousness, particularly over the last six months, is the word hope. What part does hope or has it played in your world and continues, if any, to play? That simple four-letter word, hope.
2: I think hope can come in all sorts of um, different ways formats really I think hope also reflects deeply in belief if you believe that you can achieve you, you, that gives you hope if you believe that you can survive then that gives you hope so belief and hope are very similar and so that's what I had to so I'm a very optimistic uh, person and that helped me to believe that helped me to, to give myself hope and um, by people hearing my story they can see that I clearly had that belief I had that hope that helped me so much especially in the dark period and and they can understand how important it is for them to have it now that might be a, a pretty obvious thing to, to say you need belief you need hope yeah I get that so how can they get that how can they have that hope within themselves how can they have that belief and again it's similar to what I was saying just as earlier it's about the understanding it's the understanding of where you are on this this journey and that things will get better things can get better listening to other people's stories of inspiration not just my chapter but everybody's chapter within the book has, has got a different spin on it a different looking uh, look way of looking at it and everybody every every author will give the reader hope and this is what you need to do even if you haven't you feel that you haven't got much of, of hope yourself you've got it there deep inside you you just need to build it up and and sometimes it's like a muscle that you need to exercise so how do you exercise it by listening to other people hearing what they've done hearing what they do again uh, you know the adapting uh, the adopting of, of all these messages that people share and letting that sink into your own mindset to give yourself that belief and to give yourself that hope so that you too can do the things that you really want to do and that is so important, finding out what your vision is, finding out what you really want, finding out that thing that makes you that makes you happy and if you find that you will find a way of getting there by using the the messages and the tools that all the authors have expressed in this book to give the reader more hope. Mm,
1: that's, That's a fascinating insight and as you were speaking there Steve, right little wrongly my mind Flirted with, and, and as it invariably does, no matter who the guest that comes on, uh, flirted back to the very first Mastering the Game of Life podcast. Um, oh, blind me, probably nearly 300 episodes ago now. It wow. seems like a lifetime ago. It was actually, <laughs> at the time of speaking, less than two years ago. And the, yeah, Mastering the Game of Life is as simple as ABC. And listening to you speak there, it brought it back. So the A is for awareness. Our starting point for anything is surely our awareness. What are we aware of? And that has many, many connotations because we can go into the spiritual realm with awareness or just simply be aware of, what's my name? The B, you've already mentioned that, Steve. Massively, massively powerful in all our lives, beliefs. And the C, for me, this is the key that unlocks this new door to fulfillment, freedom, happiness, call it what you will. And that sees creativity, looking at things differently, feeling differently about things. And as you say, having others inspire you, you know, Mm. checking you, challenging you. And yes, sometimes tough love to say, Steve, I'm sorry, that is not acceptable. Or Paul, no, I'm not having that. That's not right. And by people doing this and giving us this talk, so long as it comes from the right place and the right motive and the right energy, that's absolutely fine. Isn't that the essence our most responsible parents bring their children
2: on? Yeah, it is. And sometimes it can be hard uh, taking advice from others, you know, taking feedback, should we call it. It's easier if you trust and you believe and you love the person that's giving it to you, uh, if they're an expert in their field, but if it's not then it can come down as negative criticism and negative criticism is always hard to take on board but if it's feedback then you need to take it on board and some people aren't always in that phase you know, phase one being I'm not gonna, even gonna listen to you and you go through the phases but phase four is I'm, I'm gonna listen to what you're gonna say and I might do something about it just that just those words I might do something about it means that you're opening the door to because you want to improve yourself I haven't I wouldn't have got where I am today if I wouldn't have taken on feedback, whether that's through my rehabilitation phase, whether that's being an elite athlete, whether that's being a business owner, an entrepreneur. I've taken on feedback all the time. I'm not saying it's easy at time. It's it's, sometimes it's very difficult, but I know that that's what I have to do to get where I want to go. Because you sent creativity, and I think creativity is such an important aspect. I never realized how important it was until I started running my own business. And you suddenly have to come up with new ideas, new initiatives. Uh, a new logo, a new website, a new way of doing your, your business, your coaching, and it's, it can be challenging at times. And I think sometimes creativity is quashed through our, through our younger adult years. And I think as a child, it's, it's a lot promoted, you know, drawing pictures and doing lots of art. But as, a, as an adult, you grow out of it a little bit more. So to get that back, it's so fulfilling. And I think it's something that's deeply within our soul and our body. To, and our mindset to have that creativity and to find uh, an outlook to have to, to use that and to use uh, feedback from other people to grow our creativity can really help us to move forward and progress onwards to find actually our self actualisation.
1: Absolutely, you you alluded to four levels there, Stephen. I know we've had this conversation very re- recently, um, off air, so to speak. So, but yeah, it might be worth, for the benefit of our listeners, just. Just diving, just mini diving into all four, Steve, rather than just the one and the four that you alluded to. And I know we're teasing a little bit here, Liz, but
2: uh, this, is, this, okay. this
1: particular insight is well worth listening to.
2: It, it is. OK, so yeah, there's four, four levels of feedback. OK, you need to be at uh, phase four. Phase one, when somebody says, excuse me, can I give you some feedback? You might be at phase one and that is shut up. Just shut up. I don't even want to hear it. Phase two is shut up, but I listen to what you're going to say. Still not good enough. Phase three is I listen to what you've got to say, but I'm not going to do anything about it. You still close those doors. Phase four is I listen to what you're going to say and I might do something about it. Now that you know the people, you're you're thinking about them now who are level one, (laughs) level two, level three. And no matter what you do to try and help them, you can't because you can't get them to open the door. You can't get them to accept that feedback. Whereabouts are you yourself? Are you on phase four? Are you willing to take on that feedback and maybe do something about it? That's all you've got to do uh, and take it from there. But it's very interesting when you, when you know those four phases and somebody's giving you feedback. You, could, you can hear a little voice inside your head going, Steve, where am I? Am I on phase four? Come on, open those doors. This might be really good. This might really help me. They are trying to help me. Most people in the world, if not all people, are, are nice people they're trying to help you and sometimes they do it in the strangest ways but they still are trying to help you so it's about taking that on board and then you know sifting it through and doing something with it in your own mind but first of all take it on board think about what am i going to do with it
1: and does that take us back steve to the a of awareness where am i at this moment in time as you say i call it changing gears you know because isn't it true that you know with the various levels of love we change gears but one minute we might be in what Robbins describes level one, baby love, pure selfishness, me, 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 me. We might change up into fourth gear, the ultimate spiritual love of, you know, all the Gandhi-esque, no matter what you do to me, I will love you unconditionally. And isn't it true, Steve, that through we go through life, whether it's through these four levels that you've alluded to or Robbins's four levels of love, we've got all these mechanisms, we've got all these gears that... The outside world is constantly changing and making it just as we're driving down the road and a tree falls out in front of us. We might have to do an emergency stop or if there's a road blockage, we'll take a detour. If we go up a hill, we have to go in a lower gear. And I feel that that's a great metaphor for, you know, this riding the wave, going uphill, going downhill, going downhill. The road's winding, it's changing. It's a great metaphor for life, isn't it?
2: It certainly is. And, you know, it, it's the, the awareness comes in various levels as well. You know, you're talking about knowing about the, the, the levels of love and knowing about the wave of resilience and knowing about all of these, these concepts that people talk about. The awareness is knowing about these concepts. But the other thing is awareness on yourself, asking yourself, where am I? Where, where am I on this journey? Where am I on this road? Where am I on the wave of resilience? Where am I on the love? And it is about talking to yourself. I had a really interesting conversation with somebody yesterday, uh, a professor, and he was talking about self-talk. Now, when I was, uh, went down to the GB squad, I had to uh, questionnaires and elite athletes, and one of the questions was, do you talk to yourself? And I hesitated because I thought, well, I don't want to come across as being crazy, but I actually do talk to myself a little bit. So I I said yes to this question. Anyway, after the questionnaire was completed, I said to him, what was the right answer to this? He says, well, there's no real right or wrong answer. He says, but the fact that you talk to yourself is a good thing. And I felt so relieved because I thought, okay, I'm not going crazy. This is good. And it is a good thing to talk to yourself about where you are on your journey and how you feel and what levels you're at all the time asking yourself, because once you know where you are, once you are aware of where you are, Then you can do something about it, whether that's positive or negative. You need to know where you are. And that's why awareness, number, you know, letter A is so important to even start the ball rolling.
1: I love what you said there, Stephen. That's a beautiful, beautiful segue to start to close things down about in terms of talking to, you know, talking to ourselves. So I'm gonna have the last word, if I may, in terms of talking to myself. But before I do, I want to talk to you and invite you in to say. One last, you know, that elevator pitch, 30 seconds in the lift. What, will that, what would that be, Steve? Not generally, but specifically about riding the wave of resilience to become a winner. 30 seconds, Steve, away you go.
2: You know, the, you know, on your journey, there's going to be so many highs and lows, and you've got to make sure that you don't see failure as feedback. You've got to see it as feedback, not, not failure. The thing is, is that there's going to be barriers in your way. And you're going to make sure you don't lean on those barriers as excuses. Don't lean on your excuses, but instead turn those into challenges. But more than that, you must always be the best that you can be. Because you if you are the best that you can be, you absolutely have no regrets. And you will achieve your goal, You will ride that wave of resilience. And you will become a winner within yourself.
1: Succinctly and brilliantly put. The other word I want to have is with you, the listeners. And I always sign off, as you know, by saying, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. But just to go back and to finish off now what Steve said about constantly talking to yourself. And it's something I do. And yes, even out loud. And it felt a bit strange at first. And even when I'm having a shave in the mirror, I look into that mirror and I look into the truth of that man's eyes that I'm seeing before me. And I tell him, do you know what, Paul? you made some mistakes. You, you know what the world would term mistakes. I prefer the word now, Paul. You've took a lot of great learning from life. You've got a big heart. You're going to give it to this world. And this world is going to be a better place. And we are forming a global network of, of world game changers. And together, this world will be a better place. And that, Paul, is what you are doing. And on that note, listeners, thanks for being with us. And remember... Mastering the Game of Life book is coming out very soon.
0: Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. If you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul With any thoughts or questions you may have, he'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at wwwpaul Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.